Hey, I'm Alicia Sani. And I'm Al Donato. And this is Born and Raised, a HuffPost Canada podcast about children of immigrants living in Canada. It's been a while, huh, Alicia? A long time. Listeners, we just wanted to drop by with a post-series treat. Alicia and I joined a variety show called Sounds of the Six way back in November. It was put on by the Hot Dogs Podcast Festival and featured some fabulous Toronto podcasters and was hosted by the always awesome Errol Nazareth. Yeah, that was such an awesome night. We ended the show and I think our segment was definitely the steamiest. So without further ado, here is our live performance. We'll be covering adult content, so your discretion is advised. If you're a hyphenated Canadian who often questions whether you should sacrifice one identity over another or feel like that you're from everywhere and nowhere at the same time, you will absolutely love Born and Raised. Al Donato and Alicia Sawney are the creators of the podcast and they are not afraid, trust me, to get real about race and identity. I love how they dig deep into the experiences of second-generation Canadians and explore how they, how we, are navigating the often complicated world of identity and belonging. Please give them a warm welcome. Hi, everybody. I'm Al Donato. Hi, I'm Alicia Sani, and we are from HuffPost Canada. Yeah, and we are the co-hosts for this season of Born and Raised, a podcast all about the lives and experiences of children of immigrants living in Canada. I just want to give a quick shout out because we have a ton of people from our office here. Hey, HuffPost Canada, what up? And I also do want to shout out TK Matunda and Stephanie Werner, two the best producers in the city. Let's just, oh, steps to them. Love you guys. So we know that, you know, you guys might have immigrant curfew, you know, it's, it's only what, 1030? 1030, I think we're okay. I don't think your moms are going to text you, where are you yet? We're still before midnight. Actually, she thinks I'm at the library right now. At the library still? Yeah. yeah. It's my go-to lie. It's been my go-to lie for like 10 years. Honestly, I'm not even in school, but I'm I'm like fully at work and I'll be like, she'll text me like, where are you? I'm like, oh, the library. Like I have a full-time job, y'all. I pay bills. It's ridiculous. Well, you know what? I think that really speaks to how much second geners like us have to stretch the truth a bit. And it's pretty normal to stretch the truth and almost make absurd um, situations out of things just to sort of protect the love lives that we might lead, which leads us to today's topic. What are we going to talk about today, Al? Sex! We're getting horny on Maine! (laughs) Errol, we will try to keep it PG, but no promises. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So instead of just talking about sex, we're actually going to play a drinking game. Have you guys heard of Never Have I Ever? I'm pretty sure you have. Feel free to play along. There will be no prizes given to you, but there may be a prize given to our special guest. I would love to welcome our (laughs) special guest, a hometown hero. We love her. You know, we know you will love her. Please welcome Anna Simone George to the stage. Some quick fun facts about Anna Simone. Uh, she, first of all, she's a Scorpio, right? Yeah, what's up, Scorpio season? <laughs> uh, Anna Simone is also the host and founder of Shade, a monthly variety show featuring, yes, fans in the audience. Like, I, see, I swear everyone I know knows you. 
It's true. Thank you. Please um, tell my mom. <laughs> Shade is um, it's a monthly showcase, correct me if I'm wrong, for women, LGBTQI folks, indigenous black, and people of color. Indeed it is, yes. Yeah. So recently we have Anna Simone because she was a guest on our first episode from this season, Romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicia, would you give us a little recap on Anna Simone's story? Yeah, actually, I think Anna Simone should give her oh, yeah, give yeah. her own story. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Lived experience. Yes. Uh, we talked. Oh man, that was I'm trying to remember. There was a lot. I talked a lot about oh keeping. So I'm queer, but uh, to my whole family, except for my aunt who recently found my Twitter, I'm not. Uh, despite everything I post, but yeah, yeah. So it was a lot about like keeping. Uh, being a double agent, uh, basically. Which is a very common second-gen narrative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as a refresher, so we're going to play Never Have I Ever, and, you know, oh, are you that? even South Asian if you don't have one of these yogurt containers <laughs> from your parents' fridge? Shut up. Seriously. <laughs> so we have the questions in here, but I couldn't help but bring this staple from my parents' fridge, which <laughs> might still smell like lentils. It definitely does. I gave it a sniff. You know. So, Typical immigrant container, it never contains what it says on the tin. Never. So the object of the game normally would be to get wasted, but since we're just drinking water, the person who wins will be crowned. Where's the crown? I dropped it. It's, I also forgot my cup, so I'm sharing with somebody. Um, <laughs> the person will be crowned, I guess, the biggest, biggest disappointment, disappointment to their family. To their family. Yeah. 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 So if you have done the thing on the card, you drink, and if you haven't, then you don't drink. I've never played this game before. I, I went to Catholic school. <laughs> Shout out to Catholic school. Shout out to Fully Alive textbook. Thank you for everything. Page 63. Um, okay. Never have I ever had the birds and the bees talk with my parents. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. It's not a thing that we do. I'm, I'm the only one drinking? Yes. Okay. So, okay, maybe we don't want to generalize because there's such a diversity of children of immigrant experiences, but I think for a lot of us, it's never prioritized. Yeah. You know, they're like, either they're like, oh, you don't need to learn it, or that it's kind of shamed. Yeah, and also that thing that we were talking about, how, like, if you say it, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, I asked my dad pregnant. for our, like, family's medical history, and I was like, do we have cancer in the family? And he was like, no, don't say that. And I was like... Okay, but like I'm trying to figure it out. So like sex was never brought up because if I said it, they'd be like, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, how did your talk go, Alicia? So I don't remember how old I was, but I remember my parents did read me a book. It was called Where Do I Come From? Does anyone? Yep, I heard a yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic <laughs> children's book. I don't remember like retaining anything from the book, but I do remember thinking, okay, mom and dad get naked and hugged. <laughs> And that's, that's how, how I was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think otherwise now? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, spicy. <clears throat> Never have I ever <laughs> had to hide intimacy-related items from my parents. Sex toys, lingerie, you know, winky, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> Who's drinking? Uh. Ah! Is it like A, B, C, or all of the above? Everything. Yeah. Uh, I live with my mom right now. I'm 26. I live with my mother. Yay. <laughs> so, Did yeah. Did she ever found anything? <laughs> no, I hide that shit like so... Sorry for swearing. <laughs> I hide it like so deep that sometimes I forget it, and then when I'm looking for it, I'm like, I don't have time for this! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alicia, did you drink to this? I did not drink to this. Oh, good for you. 
Mm-hmm. Snaps. Uh, I am also not drinking, but I, in fact, the reverse has happened to me, where instead of uh, I hide intimate items, I found intimate <laughs> items belonging to my immigrant family members. So um, as if you listen to the podcast on uh, episode two, I talk about a new addition that was made to my family. I welcomed a new family member. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really happy story, and I'd love to get a, a family picture. Could be, yep, there she is. <laughs> First name Hitachi, last name Magic Wand. Are we related? Are uh, we related? You know her, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a close friend Second of hers. Person. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you unaware or who may have not made her acquaintance, she is the Cadillac of vibrators. Once you turn Hitachi, you do not go back. <laughs> do not. You're like, the damage is done. It's broken right? relationships. It's, it is a broken <laughs> It's true. Uh, basically, in the short, long story short, in the podcast, I talk about how I found one in my room, did not belong to me. I... <laughs> did not question who it was because sex is weird and scary and not a thing you talk about in an immigrant household. Uh, but in the spirit of the live show and in, in an attempt to try to, you know, be that second generation immigrant Canadian who, you know, busts stereotypes and breaks taboos and barriers, uh, I brought it up in the group chat. <laughs> you know? I hope the family group chat, not with your friends, oh, right? Oh yeah, family group chat. Oh, my friends are right there. They know what's up. <laughs> um, I brought it up in the family group chat and I was like, hey, um, who's item that massages body parts <laughs> for fun does this belong to without naming names and i got the most second gen answer okay guess which family member i don't want to take you know? a guess i don't want to like take. okay so i got two immediate responses the first was the words not mine in whatsapp from my sister the second was a personal direct message to me <laughs> that was like you bitch shut the fuck up <laughs> you know it's mine from my sister, same woman. Like, you know what's fine? I'm gonna take it out. Shut the fuck up. Like I love her and I appreciate her, but she's like, oh yeah, that's a that's a second gender right there, <laughs> hiding her tracks and also calling you out for exposing her. Okay. All right. Next question. Never have I ever made my friends accomplices in my sexual adventures. No. Nope. I've been sober this whole time. Oh, you you chug that. I live with my mom. Like, Whoa. how am I not gonna? I I don't yeah, know how I'm to gonna, explain I'm gonna it. You're gonna have to, yeah. You yeah. juggle it mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I I feel stone cold sober tonight. Yeah. Can you please share? I will share this one. Um, so this was a, such a rookie mistake because I was well above twenty, so I should have known better. <laughs> um, and I was staying at my boyfriend's house. It was very um, early on in the relationship, and I didn't really feel comfortable letting my parents know that yet. So naturally, I was like, I'm staying at my BFF's house because I stay at her house all the time. But I forgot to tell her she is in the audience. (laughs) And she did yell at me, but I deserved it. Rookie mistake. She was like, I didn't know you were staying at his place. You didn't even warn me. I got missed calls from your mother overnight. (laughs) And I woke up so innocently, like, to 10, like, 10 missed texts, like, Alicia, where fuck are you like you said you were supposed to be at what like I was so embarrassed that I just didn't communicate such an obvious thing I panicked my mother she she thought I was probably lost in a ditch got so many texts from her I was so traumatized and to this day my friends make fun of me for that night because I ruined I ruined their nights but it's a mistake you'll never make again right obviously not (laughs) Uh, Simone, you drank to this. You chugged. Yes. Um, so I have the I have the type of immigrant parents that like no matter how long I've been friends with somebody, they're like, who is that? So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
so like even if i'm like oh i'm i'm hanging out with so-and-so they're like oh okay like they're i'm at a point now where they're like we can't keep track she's a scorpio she hates everyone she loves everyone like if she says she's with a friend she's with a friend um so far it's working but the, they get a little curious sometimes they're like you've seen this friend like four times this week i'm like ah, <laughs> I, I don't know, know. yeah <laughs> we're kindred spirits <laughs> fast <laughs> mm. never have i ever been shamed for using birth control yes i'm, I'm chugging that because i forgot my drink. i am yep. sick <laughs> improv you don't want this <laughs> Yes, I have definitely been shamed about my birth control use. I don't know about you, but when you're taking birth control and your immigrant mom finds it, they will automatically assume that you're having sex, even if you're taking it for acne, which I was at the time. See, this is a shining testimony to the powers of birth control. Wow. I know. It's not clear. For just $9.99. At the time, it was pretty devastating, and it felt like quite a personal attack. I do remember when she came at me and been like, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that, with all these assumptions, I instantly was like, even though I was having sex. <laughs> I instantly was like, no, I'm not, this, this is for my skin. But I, also, I was also feeling like, why doesn't she believe me about these scientific facts? Why do I have to explain myself like this? Why do I have to debunk when this shouldn't be my responsibility? She should, we should have an open dialogue. Um, it's gotten a bit better. Like nowadays, I just, tell her what's up and I don't, I try not to get defensive, but it's still a tricky, it's a tricky conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever had to debunk a sex myth with your parents? Uh, I was, I think like 15 at the time. I have this thing called, uh, my ovaries hate me. So every time I get my period, like my body just destroys itself. So, and as a teenager, you're like, I just want to have fun. And your body's like, no. So I went to the doctor and obviously I was at a time where like I had to bring my mom with me, which is the worst thing ever. Uh, and the doctor was obviously a straight white man, and he was like, well, uh, have you tried a birth control? And my mom was like, <gasps> no, and she like made a scene, like, she was like, how dare you imply that my daughter's a whore? <laughs> and then, and then I was like, okay, I guess it's out of the question, but then later on, when I turned 18, I was like, this is my chance, um, and then it totally, my mom was right, it totally screwed me up, so shout out to my mom for looking out for me. Yeah, immigrant. I think we have time for maybe one more question. I think so. This is one. This one's for all the marbles. <laughs> oh boy, never have I ever had sex at my parents' house. Nope. Nope. I've, I've run out of risk. tea, but just assume that I drank the whole thing right now. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I know. Okay, you didn't drink. I didn't drink. The reasons why being that one, that's that you're playing with your life. You're playing with your life. That is not like just oh, makes what? it so much hotter though. Yeah. Does it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one time it happened at my house, and we listen. I'll. I love how everyone just. <laughs> <laughs> one time I was at my house. Uh, I actually didn't mention this, and it was in front of a Jesus statue. I it was. I'm going to hell. But then there was this other time at my partner's house, um, and he lived in this like open concept type of like house cabin type of thing. I don't know, man. Uh, and his family was watching TV in like this area and there was like a semi wall and then like a couch that we were cuddling on and like we were like just full of hormones you know we were young i was 19 this wasn't a long time ago uh no judgment and like one thing led to another and then it started happening it was like under a blanket in whatever and then his mom came and she was like hey what are you kids up to and while it was happening we were just like just you kept at it <laughs> yup It was too late! (laughs) 
Guys, is this not uh, like a porn genre? <laughs> is this not a Brazzers doc? This is literally, I've seen so many videos with this playing out. <laughs> but uh, she didn't notice and we just, we stayed very still, but like it was still happening. Uh, and then she just went on her merry way and we were like, oh my God. And I'm pretty sure right after that, it was, it was never gonna do it. I'm sure I did it many times yeah. after that, but and it's fun. I think because of that story and just because you're wonderful, we oh, have to give yeah. you the crown. You are the biggest immigrant family disappointment. Woo! Thank you, thank you. In the spirit of sharing, I too believe you two are also disappointments, so I will share this with you. Thank you, mean girl style. Mean girls. Give it up, born and raised. Before we sign off, we wanted to give y'all major props for sticking with us through two delightful seasons of the Born and Raised podcast. Our guests spilled their hearts on food and love. We're incredibly honored to have shared their stories with you. If you miss us, the Born and Raised team is always kicking. The series is on HuffPost.ca. We share extraordinary stories written and featuring second-gen Canadians. So if you'd like to explore that perspective with us, feel free to drop us a line at bornandraised at halfpost.com. We love it when you leave ratings and reviews for us to swoon over. Thanks for listening. See ya.